Jesus. It's who you are, Lord. Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Come on, lift your praise for one more minute just to God and Jesus. declare who He is. He's King of kings. Jesus. He's Lord of lords. He's way maker. He's miracle worker. He's Amen. Savior. He's healer. He's deliverer. He's the coming King. You are Jesus. awesome, oh God, in this place. And the people of destiny will bless you and praise you and give you honor and give you glory and lift up Jesus. Oh God, you are an awesome God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. And all of God's people here said, and everybody watching us in all sorts of places, on holiday, at home, at work, what catching us up on later, why don't you say an amen as well? You could even type it in the live chat. And that would be great as well. We are glad that you are joining us, our online congregation, our online audience. We love you and you're part of this. And together we are, what a joy it is to be together on this sunny summer Sunday. Isn't it good to be together? Amen. Go on. You may be seated, please, if you will. You will have just been given a little card. And to explain for those people at home, there is a card that we've just been dishing out, hundreds of them around the building here. On one side, it says, God chose me. On the other side, it says, I'm included. Okay, so this is the, this is the plan. Is, is this all right? If, a, if, if a, a striking worker can take a placard and stand on the picket line and scream, why can't the people of God take another placard in the middle of the sermon. Now, I know that we've got a few people here who just love to shout out, Hallelujah! And I love that. They will not sound so peculiar if we all did it. Is that right? Go on, let's try a hallelujah. See, now that wasn't too bad. But during the sermon, if you feel something like, Whoa, yes, you can say out hallelujah, but you could just hold your card up like this. Choose what you want to say and keep holding it up. Now, if nobody holds their cards up, I, w I will take full responsibility for waking you up. And you can put up a little card, just anywhere during the sermon. If, if you agree with something, or sometimes I might ask a question, and, and, and I say, are you included? And you can put this up and say, I'm included. And everybody behind you is going to see, God chose me. See? You get that, don't you? So when you hold it up like that, sometimes the cameras will be getting the backside of what you're doing up. Don't worry, we're not going to put them in, in your faces, but uh, have we got the deal? Yeah. All right. There are a lot of people in our world today who feel excluded. But I'm included. Oh, hallelujah. You, you know, um, the, the sermon is all about being included. There are people trying their best to be accepted. You know, if you wear flares or really weird clothing from years ago, guess what? But if you wear the skinniest of jeans and trainers, and you're doing all this to try and be accepted, to be fashionable, to fit in. Uh, by the way, trying to impress people who would never, uh, ever be faithful to you in the future, so don't bother. But it's all about trying to be included. People often find themselves isolated. And often, some people only find acceptance and inclusion in a small group of like-minded people. 
I want to tell you something. We're not an exclusive group for just people who are one sort of people. That We are the family of God, made up of all sorts of ages, all sorts of backgrounds, all sorts of nations. But God chose you. Come on, I love that. You are part of this. <laughs> Thank you very much. We're going to have fun with this, aren't we? You're, it's a summer Sunday after all, so come on. Uh, we are part of an inclusive family because God chose me and I'm included. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The British government drafted some laws a few years ago about inclusion. And they banned discrimination of all sorts. Well, I'm grateful for the laws, but actually a law that bans discrimination and inclusion doesn't produce being included. It just says you're not allowed to say something. But inside people's heart, they can still have a discriminative attitude or, or say, well, I'm not like them. Well, within the family of God, we are like us. And us is, we are people of God. Our Father, from wherever we come, made us to be His family. So He chose me and you're included in the family. Not because the government says that we've got to be inclusive, but because that's the way that God is. Good, the good news, God included you. God loves you. He wants you. He has great plans for your life. I've got three points that I'm going to make during this message. And the first one is this. The Savior included you. When Jesus died, He did so to forgive people of their wrongdoing. And by the way, He included everybody. Yeah, you included. Look at you all over the place, right? To the very back rows of the gallery. Thank you very much. When Jesus died, it was to give us all the opportunity to live a fulfilled and purposeful life. We were not going to be excluded as far as God is concerned. We might have been excluded in life. We might have been estranged. We might have been lonely. We might have been isolated. But Jesus came and accepted you, and He came to show you love and to give you life, and to give you life in all of its fullness. That's why in John chapter 3, verse 16, it says, God so loved the world, the world, that whoever, 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 I did it, believed in Him shall not perish, but have eternal life. God included you, and He came to give you life, and He gave, came to give us all a new start. We all need new starts from time to time, don't we? Yeah? You know, John says, John 10, verse 10 says this, I have come so that you, they, is in the translation, but I put you there in brackets, might have life and have it in a meager supply. Oh, we're back to that reversed version again, aren't we? You can have it in all of its fullness to the full. God's intention for you as His people is to not only be included, but to have an abundance, to have life in all of its fullness. That's God's plan. That's the good news about salvation. And God never wants to exclude anybody. People can choose to walk away or not accept and be outside of His blessings, but God is patient with those people. The Bible says in 2 Peter 3 verse 9, it says, God is patient with you, not wanting for anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. And the word repentance there just means to come to the decision to actually give their life to Jesus Christ. That's what the word literally means. God has been patient. 
you know, I was only a young boy, so you might say, God didn't have to be very patient with you. I was only a young boy when I gave my life to Jesus Christ. But I know for some of you, you, you became a Christian much later on in life. God was being patient with you. But God's had to be patient to me, even though I was a young boy giving my life to Jesus Christ. I want to tell you, I've tried His patience many times. According to Rachel, I still do. To God and to her. But God is patient and brings us to a good... And God is giving you an invitation to be included in His love today. To be included in His plans. To be included in His family. Actually, to be included in His eternity. He's reaching out to you today and saying, Come. You are welcome. Come as you are. Come with your hurts. Come with your failures. Come with your baggage. Come with your brokenness. Just come and be included. I was raised on a song that said, Just as I am, I come to thee. Well, something like that. It's so long since I sang it, I can't even remember the words. And I only ever really used to play it. Not, I haven't got time to. I, I could have, but no. Just as I am. It's, Billy Graham, he made that, that hymn so famous. But that's the way that we come to Jesus. We come with our baggage. We come with our hurts. We come with our disappointments. We come as we were. But God never intended for you to stay as you were because God's got plans for you to become like He decides that you will be. And He came and He comes and He, he shapes our life and reshapes our life and, and gives us life in all of its abundance. That's why in Matthew eleven twenty eight 28, it says, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. What a great invitation that is from God. In John chapter 6, Verse 37, we're going to look and sneak into verse 40. It says, Jesus said, whoever comes to me, I will never drive away. You're not going to be rejected when you come to Jesus. He accepts us. We're included. It is the Father's will that everyone who believes in Him shall have eternal life. When you are chosen by God, and He chooses everybody, by the way. Don't say, hey, He chose me, He didn't choose you. No, He chose them as well. Yeah? Yeah? And uh, he, he is reaching out to you. You're not automatically included. You have to make a choice. That's why it says be patient until we come to the decision making, that repentance moment. We have to make a choice. There's another old song. Uncle Graham. I have decided to follow Jesus. Come on, you know it at home as well. You can sing it sat there on your lounge or on your... I, I, somebody told me the other day that they watched the Sunday service while they were sitting on a deck chair on the beach. Well, if you're on a crowded beach this morning, all together now, I have decided to follow Jesus. Okay, that's enough. But it's a decision. It's a decision that we make. I made that decision when I was little. Have you made that decision yet? Have you made a choice to give your life to Jesus? Have you realized that He chose you? Have, have you come to that place where you said, you know, I'm, I'm going to be included. If you've never given your life to Jesus Christ, if you've never made that choice to become a Christian, if you've never made that choice to say, oh God, here's my life. This is the moment you could do it. You could do it right now and you could say, I don't know, you could stick both hands in the air like this if you want, if the car doesn't mean it, and say, today is the day that I become a Christian. And you could, you could make that decision right now and say, you know, now is my opportunity to become a Christian and to live for Jesus Christ. And if that's the decision you're making today, don't leave at the end of this service, English lionesses or not, without you, you come and tell me, or you come and talk to somebody and say, today is the day that I got included 
in the family of God because of the grace of Jesus Christ. That's point number one. Point number two is the blesser. So the first one was the Savior included you. The next one is the blesser included you. It's funny to call Jesus the blesser, isn't it? But that's what he is. I looked it up in the dictionary to make sure it was a proper word. Because I know some of you are very fussy about those sort of things. And a blesser is somebody who blesses. That came as a big surprise. It's the same in the Greek. It's the same in the Hebrew. It's the same in English. It's even the same in Yorkshire. God loves to bless those people who believed in him. You see, John chapter 15 and verse 16 says this. John 15, 16, you did not choose me, I chose you, and I appointed you to go and bear fruit, fruit that will last. Hallelujah. He chose you. Okay, we've all heard the story. Pastor Wes was talking about it in his sermon a couple of Sundays ago when he was saying at school nobody wanted to choose him for the sports team or for something or other. Well, listen, I was the one who was the last person to ever get chosen. In, in fact, you know, when it was choosing, I was, those, those were the times when I would go and find the boy's toilet and go and hide or something. I was never chosen for anything sporty. But when it came to uh, having a, a concert at school, I was chosen all the time to be the piano player. And it made me feel, you see, when you're chosen, it makes you feel good. When you're excluded, it doesn't. But God chose you, and I love the second part of that verse, and he said, he's appointed you. You're not just chosen, you're appointed. We should have another card. I'm appointed. You've been appointed to go and bear fruit. God wants you to have a fruitful life, to be included into, in God's will, and to become an heir with Christ of the blessings of the Lord. That's just mind-blowing, isn't it? That God would choose me and you and call us to be involved in what he wants to be done, and if we're going to get done what he wants us to be, what he wants to do, then we're going to need his blessing and over our lives. Amen. Every day of our life, we need to be blessed of the Lord. You know, God wants to bless you abundantly. He wants to, he is the blesser. And when he looks around, you know, who shall I bless? Let's, let's, let's pick the pretty ones. No, he's not looking for a pretty face, or a handsome one, or a youthful one. He's looking for you. Whoever you are, wherever you came from, whatever you look like, however you did at school, He's choosing to bless you. You can give God all the reasons you want to why He shouldn't bless you. You can tell yourself all the reasons why God won't bless you and God won't answer your prayer. And He is none of them because He says, I'm choosing to bless you. I'm appointing you. I'm appointing you. You are a receiver of the blessing of the Lord. That's why it says in Philippians 4 verse 19, And my God will meet all your needs when you come up to a certain standard. When you fulfill all the conditions. No, no. Come on, let's have a look at this. This is grace. My God will generously meet all your needs according to your stand. No, according to His glorious riches, which are in Christ Jesus. God is a blesser. He wants to bless you. He wants to give to you. He wants to help you. Now, of course, there is the whole issue of discipleship that we want to live to please God. I'm not, I'm not negating that. That's, that's sermon for another time, and we often talk about that. But I want you to understand He included you. You know when you, Christmas comes or birthdays come, you write a list of all the people you're going to buy a present for. And then you go back off and you say, I can get away without giving a present to them. <laughs> they never gave me anything last year, so I'm not going to send them. Oh, come on. 
get real. I want to tell you something. You're on God's present list. And he's never going to cross out your name. And no matter how you've been or what's happened to you, he said, I want to bless you. I want to bless you. And you're going out. I want to bless you. And you're coming back. I want to bless you. I want to bless you. The fruit of your womb is going to be blessed. The barns are going to be full. You know, all of that's the blessing of the Lord makes us rich and adds no sorrow to it. He is a blessing God. 2 Corinthians chapter 9 verse 8 says this, and God is able to make all grace abound to you. Notice the word grace in the middle of that. Not a deserved reward. Grace, which is an undeserved reward. Grace abound to you so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. Psalm 23 says this, The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be in want. Why? Because God is a blessing. God. And that psalm finishes off with this, Surely, surely, without a doubt, goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. God is saying to you right now, you're included in the blessings. He said, I'm going to shower over you love and blessings and goodness. When God says, I want to heal you. When God says, I want to give you peace. When God says, my joy I'm going to give to you. When God says, I'm going to meet your needs and you're going to have financial prosperity and security. When you say, I'm facing stuff right now and I need a breakthrough. When you say, yesterday needs to go, I need a new day. When you say, oh God, I just need you every moment of the day. You see, we're included as long as we decide that we're going to be included and we're going to put ourselves in the place in the way of blessing now is our time to decide to receive the blessing of the lord you can keep saying all the all the times that you want oh well i don't have and i'm not included and nobody loves me it's not true god loves you he chose you he chose you because of that you are included And the blessing of the Lord is coming your way. It's time for you to open your hearts and embrace the blessing of the Lord, which makes you rich. And my third point is this. Jesus included you on his team. In 1 Peter chapter 3 verse 9, it says this. You are a chosen people. You are a royal priesthood. You're a holy nation. You belong to God that you may declare the praises of him who called you into his wonderful light. God wants you on his team. He chose you to be on his team. Okay, the kids at school never chose me to be on any team, but God chose me to be on his team. Hallelujah. God has plans. He has plans and he's chosen me and you. Now, I've told God many times, you know, the plans that you've got, I I wouldn't have chosen me to, to trust, but God chose me. God's calling, God's choosing it is not about our decision. It's about God's decision, and God chose you. You're not only part of His church. Great to see so many of you here today. We enjoy being part of this, this huge family called Destiny, but it's not just so that we can oh, enjoy it. You should, but it's also so that we can, we can progress what God is wanting to do on planet Earth. 
We are commissioned as a church to go into all the world and preach the gospel. We are commissioned, church, to go and be a light in a dark place. We are commissioned, church, to be different. We're commissioned, church. We're appointed to go and bear fruit. We as a church, if, if we're not light in a dark place, who is going to be? If we're not speaking some truth and some hope and some love and exampling it in the communities in which we're living, who is going to do it? We should be the very best people in this city and beyond. Right at home where you are, you need to be a real blessing where you are in your community, down your street, with your neighbors, at work tomorrow. We need to do the same thing. We, we are on Team Jesus. To be part of Team Jesus, you don't have to be perfect. You've only got to look at me to find that out. All that we've got to do is to realize we've been chosen and give ourselves to serve God. Now, I know that some Christians and some churches reject people because uh, they think you're not a perfect saint. It's okay. Welcome to the club. People are rejecting me. People have told me that this and that and the other and all the rest of it. But until God tells me He's finished with me, I want to tell you something. I don't really care what somebody else thinks because as far as God is concerned, He choked... He chose me, and I'm included, and so it is with you. They, people marginalize, and they malign, and they overlook people. In other world, this city, think about how many Christians, once ran Christians, there are not in church today, who don't go to any church because they got marginalized or maligned, and they, 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 they made a mistake, or somebody else criticized them, and this and that and the other, and then they got sidelined, and I'm not going to church anymore. Well, you tell I want to tell you something, even for everyone, maybe you're watching me. Maybe you're in the building, and you're one of those people, and you came here this morning, and you said, I'll just go and give it a tryout. I want to tell you something. You need to give it more than a tryout. You need to get right back into where God has got for you, because no matter what happened in your days that have gone by, God is still choosing you. He still wants to include you. You've still got hope and a future, because God decides who has a hope and a future. Hallelujah. When God includes us, then so should the church. I decided early on in my ministry that I would never re reject people just because they'd been rejected by some judgmental Christians. Whoever in God includes, we will include. That's why we have these little sayings around destiny. People are precious. My mother used to drum that into me. Brian knew my mother very well. and Sometimes in the early days when I was a young preacher, you know, it's only about two weeks' time, three or two or three weeks' time, three weeks' time, is it? So, two, oh, yeah, okay, September the 3rd, that I met him my first Sunday as a pastor out of Bible school. That was about 18 years ago. <laughs> Times three or four, whatever it was. You know, and, and as a young guy, I want to tell you, I stood up there and I preached it to him. And my mother sometimes would say to me when she sat there, she'd sit there and go, she'd talk to me after, she said, who do you think you are? You just treat people with respect. I said, well, they deserved it. No, you deserved it. You should not. People are precious. And I learned a lesson in that. And, and I've had to learn that lesson about me, even when I didn't get it exactly right. I'm, I'm still precious as far as God is concerned, and you're still precious as far as God concerned. Somebody might have told you you were a duffer, but until God tells you you're a duffer, you're not a duffer. Whatever duffer means. You are blessed of the Lord. You are included. 
And God wants to give you an opportunity again. It's time for us, church, to wake up and to go and start to bring to the, the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ to the world in which we're living. We'll do it in all sorts of ways. We're doing it right now. One of the things that this church does remarkably is our Sunday service has become a real focus of evangelism. And so many people come here week after week and come to faith in Jesus Christ through the internet. Where, where you're watching this now, you know, this, this, these messages get watched all over the place. And come, people come to faith. They send us emails. Thank you for your message. I've, I've given my life to Jesus. You saw people being baptized just a few weeks ago here who come to faith even in this year. You know, we've, we've got a gospel to preach. Some people will do it one by one to their neighbor. They'll do it one by one to their, to their work colleagues. Some people will go out and, and try and find a stranger. There's all sorts of different ways. Some people will send a letter. Some people will send a bunch of flowers to somebody to open up a conversation. Let's not keep the good news to ourselves because we are on Team Jesus. You have been included on Team Jesus to go and bring this gospel. Hallelujah. The Bible says in John chapter 15, verse 16, You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you to go and bear much fruit. God help us as a church to bear much fruit in these days. You know, I, I look around and I get very encouraged by seeing so many people come to destiny. You know, people like to try and write us off. And I tell you, we're not written off till God says we're written off. You know, but I say, oh God, give me more, give me more, give me more. I say, well, you know, you know we, we're going to, when everybody's back from holiday, we're definitely going to need to be in two services again. You see the reason for that just on these summer Sundays. And I say, yeah, but Lord, what about the third service? Oh, come on. And you think like, and the worship band go, and the welcome team go. And the children's team go. And the caterers go. Well, you know what? In the day of revival, we're going to have to start to learn to have a different attitude to serving God in these days. Because what do we want to do? Limit what God can do? I don't want to be part of anything that limits what God can do. I want to be part of a people that says, bring it on, Lord, and include me in what you are going to do in the days that are coming. Hallelujah. God chose me. I believe God chose destiny. And I'm included. And I believe that we as a church want to be included in the end day revival that God is going to bring. Hallelujah. So I wonder, as I conclude, because we've got to go and see the lionesses, or as I put in an email to the, on the Facebook, you go home and you watch the lionesses, and that's when the prayer meeting starts. Uh, unless you're a Spaniard. I'm sorry. If anybody's here from Spain, I know we get people from all over the world here. So if you're a, 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 a Spanish guy, God bless you too. Commiserations. <laughs> Accept the fact that you're included. Accept it. You like it or not. Like it. Learn to like it. I'm loved by God. That'll change the way you are. Instead of being grumpy, you're going to get glad. Instead of being downcast about who you were, I don't like me. Oh, God likes you and loves you. Accept the blessing of the blesser. Let his blessings be poured out over your life and enjoyed. And join 
team Jesus. Don't attend church on a Sunday and walk off. Join the team. Come and help us. Come and help us to go further than we've ever gone before. We need you. We need you involved. We need you supporting. We need you involved in, in all the various teams. We, all of us need to be giving to God. We need to be praying. We need to be faithful people. We need to be examples. You know, I loved it when we were praying in people here. You know, one of them said, well, I came because of the internet. Well, thank God for the internet. But behind that, that was somebody who was putting all the stuff up on the internet to make sure that we were known on the internet. And then somebody else said, my friend told me about it. I'm thinking, yes, who's your friend? I want to go and kiss him. You know, it's like, thank you. That's the way we do evangelism. Go and tell your friends. You've got to come with me on Sunday. You would not believe it. Most people's expectation about what church is like is still we're a bunch, a small bunch of old ladies. Well, we're not small. And we're not, we have no old ladies in destiny anywhere, do we? We're all smart dudes. Uh, you know, it would blow, it would blow the socks off, as they'd say in Yorkshire, some people, to see what God is doing in this place. God, we are so grateful that you're building your church. We love you. We thank you so much for including us. You didn't reject us. You didn't exclude us. You didn't bypass us. You loved us. Loved us enough to die for us, but loved us enough to give to us and loved us enough to include us on your team. Now you included us. Now is our time to include you and to give our lives to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Um, I stand and sing this chorus together before we finish our service. This is my story, this is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. And this is my story, and this is my song, praising my Savior. All the day, come on, this is our story today, and this is, and this is my story, and this is my song, praising my Savior all the day long, and this is my story, and this is my song. Praising my Savior. Come on, one more time together. This is. This is my story. This is my song. Praising my Savior all the day long. And this is my story. This is my song. included this is our story not somebody else's story but ours thank you for being with us this morning god bless have a great week see you on wednesday night at seven o'clock god bless everybody and get an ice cream as well on your way out thank you